For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in again, 508-996-0500. So NIPS are going to be banned in New Bedford. The ban is expected to go into effect around November 1st. And there is someone who is challenging the way that this all went down. Uh, In the New Bedford Light article by Arthur Hirsch, he says, Mark Custodio of New Bedford A salesperson with a wine and spirit distribution company said after the meeting that he would bring an ethics complaint against the New Bedford Licensing Board, claiming that the decision was made in discussions outside the meeting. He also said that he would file a records request for all communications between board members and the mayor because it was Mayor John Mitchell who wanted this to be placed on the licensing board agenda. He's the one that was pushing for this to take place. And so Custodio is saying, I want to see those communications. And I want to know what discussions they were having outside of the meeting because they had, according to Arthur's reporting, they had 45 minutes of people speaking for and against the ban. And then there was very little discussion amongst the board members and they voted to approve the ban. So just as we've been hearing the same complaints about the New Bedford City Council, sounds like the decision was already made before they even had the hearing, before they even had the meeting, before they even listened to the public. They already knew what they were doing. So that's why Custodio is saying he wants to see the communications between the board members and the mayor because he wants to see, was the fix in? Was the predetermined result, was the result predetermined, I should say, Was this pro-wrestling politics where we go into this knowing what the outcome is going to be and we just got to get ourselves there? 508-996-0500. Again, that's just what he is suggesting, Mark Custodio is suggesting. Um, But we'll see if he gets those, those documents and has the opportunity to take a look at that. I will say this. Getting FOIA requests fulfilled from the city of New Bedford, not always the easiest thing. And be ready to pay for it. But now the NIP ban has passed and has been put through. And so if you, the citizenry, don't want to see that be the law of New Bedford, then you have to take it upon yourselves to get that overturned. And in order to do that, you could 
put a ballot question out, which I think is something that this should have been in the first place. For something that impacts the entire community like this, the entire community should have had a chance to have their voices heard. But you could get that to happen now by starting a petition drive to get a ballot question put on. Would you be able to get it done in time for November? I don't know. I mean, conventional wisdom says if you need to get, what did, what's Catherine getting for hers? Uh, she said, you know, they need 3,100, but they need a buffer to... Uh, cover any that might not be you know, registered voters, people who sign that don't even realize that they're not registered or people who sign that don't live in the city or what it might be. So she said she needed a buffer of like four to five. So say you need 35, 3,600 signatures. Do you think you can get those in time to get the question on the ballot? And I mean, I, I, I guess you could just position yourself outside the busiest liquor stores. But we'll, we'll see if anybody takes up that effort. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Yes, I believe that decision was already decided by the Lexington's board. The mayor, the mayor, that's going to be a campaign uh, thing for the mayor also. But I mean to say, what business does Fairhaven residents have coming into New Bedford and giving their opinion on uh, our situations? So was the person who was from the the question? Were you at the meeting, by the way? Let me just ask that. No, I wasn't. Okay. No, I wasn't. So I'm I'm just wondering if the person who was a Fairhaven resident was a New Bedford business owner. But I mean to say, uh, he's not a voter. He's not a voter in New Bedford. Yeah, but I think if you're a business owner and you're speaking, you, I think I don't think you have to be a New Bedford Please. resident if you own a business if you're speaking on an issue that would affect your business. I mean, but, I mean, if they're going to pick on the NIPS, there's a lot of other things in the city that they can pick on that what? I see that I see in the street. Paper cups, McDonald's, boxes. I mean, this is ridiculous, to tell you the truth. I, I mean, mean, you I, know. Could, could, this somebody, also be, could this also be step one of that? Could, could the next thing be, you know, scratch tickets? Well, exactly. I mean, they'll never, never do that because it's a big thing with the lottery. Mm-hmm. But I mean to say is, uh, I believe it was already decided. All right. Well, which isn't fair to New Bedford voters. Right. Yeah, no, you and deserve to, to have it, a fair hearing. to put hearing. it on a ballot now, to put it on a ballot now, you're not going to get enough signatures before the uh, election. So the mayor knew exactly what he was doing. So you, you think this was all, all pre-planned out to make sure that it... All pre-planned. Right. I hope Blaine runs. Believe me, I know he's not going to, but well, he has been in there long enough. He could be listening. He could be hearing you. Yes. All right. Thank you for the Have call. Have a good day. You as well. 508-996-0500. So is that, do you, I mean, obviously it's hard to judge not having been at the meeting, but here we have somebody in Mark Custodio who was at the meeting and says that he feels like the fix was in here that this was already determined and this was just a dog and pony show to get the to give the impression that they were, that they were listening to the debate that they were they were having a public hearing for the sake of having a public hearing because they have to 
but that they had already made up their minds. It's hard to prove that unless he gets his hands on emails that say, so we're, we're going to do this, right? This is what we're doing. We're not going to, we're, we're all in favor of this, right? Which, by the way, if you're going to violate open meeting law, don't do it via email. Don't do it with a paper trail. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. I can hear you. There you are. There you are. Tim? Yes. Good morning. Hi, I was at the meeting last night, and um, I I guess people had um, plenty of time to put uh, information into this. Uh, I I was surprised there was just 30 minutes, but I I guess that's a standard for um, these hearings in New Bedford. I'm not that familiar with them, but I just want to bring to light that um, the litter problem in in the whole area, um, it is really disgusting. We have um, a beautiful ocean, a, a very sensitive ecosystem. If anything, if anything, whichever way you voted or, or your feelings are on this, um, I hope we can all agree we have to clean up litter and um, work on prevention and uh, the tolerance for it. Some people brought up about, well, the, the police should uh, ticket people for littering and, and drinking um, with open bottles and all that. They don't have, it's, I mean, I think the other thought is fine, but police do not have the time for this. Yeah. Um, I would like to foster something on personal responsibility on um, garbage. I, I don't know, and if someone has an opposing view on this, I would love to hear it. What makes you litter? I I would love to hear somebody who is a litterer educate me on why they think it's okay to put their trash all over the street. I I hope someone does call in because it's something I can't understand. Um, You know, picking it up after yourself, having pride in keeping the city clean. Um, It's done so wantonly all over the place like like it's nothing to dump your garbage so i would you know have a little pride in the city but also our coastline our ecosystem uh with the wildlife we support around here uh on the ocean um is something i pick up every day in new bedford and i find it a little bit better um the dpi seems to be doing a better job on cleaning up West Rodney French, and they try to keep the garbage cans emptied. Uh, I ran across two of them last week. They were overflowing, and I called the DPI very gracious, extremely gracious, and they said, well, we'll send someone out, and they they, they did. But um, I would, and I understand the, the, the thing on the business owners about the sales of this. I get all that, but we have you know, a little more pride all over, all over this country in lit, littering. So um, that's really my two cents. <laughs> well, I, and I'll say this. I think you're right. There are people who just intentionally litter who mm-hmm. feel that, you know, the whatever, I, I walk out of the store, I can, you know, drop my candy bar wrapper, I can drop my scratch ticket, I can throw my cup over here. I think there are people that, that do feel that way. But I also think a big part of it, too, is people try to do the right thing. And, and put 
trash in the barrel, but they overflow the barrels. The barrels get knocked over or stuff flies out of the barrels. And I think that that's a big factor in, in a lot of the trash that, that floats around the city as well. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, you know, you, it, it's just as much, it's education as much as it is, you know, admonition. So absolutely, you, you want to let people know that, uh, you know, if you don't have, if, if you overload the garbage barrel, you're going to get garbage on the street around your house. They might not even realize that they're the cause of the, of the litter that's right outside their own home. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you. You have a good day. You as well. And uh, so that, I think, is a very interesting idea because, all right, let's, let's just take a look at Mayor Mitchell's kind of track record here as a mayor. And I would think everybody would agree that he spent the last four years, this, this, this last term, he spent heavily focused on fostering the wind industry, the offshore wind industry into the city, and looking for other economic ideas. I think here, in, if, he, if he is elected to a sixth term, I think what he is looking for in the next term is to really attack the little problem in the city. Uh, if you remember, he mentioned in the, and this is something that he's always worked toward, but we have a new trash contract with a company that he has pointed out will do the right thing. And I think doing the right thing means making sure that they're picking the trash up on time and they're not letting it get out into the streets. He mentioned at the State of the City address that they'll be instituting a, a phone line that you'll be able to call in to report litter and vandalism and things like that that need to be cleaned up. And now he's the one that's been pushing for this NIP ban. So it seems like he is zeroing in on the things that make the city look messy. They bought a new street sweeper. They're pushing a a more aggressive street sweeping program. He is making litter his enemy. And I think that that is something that you're going to hear him campaign on now. Because this NIP ban will go into effect right before the election. Or right around the time of the election. So this gives him the chance to really say, hey, give me another four years and this city will look completely different on the other side of it. 508-996-0500. You know what? I got a call here, but I'll, I'll take it. I got a break here I got to take, but we'll take this call first. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Yeah, good morning, Tim. How you doing? You know, just no, there's no question that litter's a problem in our city. And, uh, you know, this whole thing to ban the nip bottles, uh, it's going to hurt the liquor stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just another example of New Bedford is... Uh, and not friendly towards businesses, anti-business, and even uh, WBSM that was in our downtown operates out of Fairhaven. Uh, you know, over the years, it's just another example. I mean, what are we going to do? We're going to ban water bottles? You know, Poland Spring and the 24-pack and people litter. We're going to stop banning that next? Pe- people do. The supermarkets? There are towns that have banned those. Yeah. Well, why? What, where's our, our city inspectors? Where uh, many streets... Uh, there's uh, grass that's two feet high. I mean, some of them look like botanical gardens in front of their homes. Uh, you know, boarded up houses, m- m- missing doors. 
I mean, why aren't we taking care of this? We're going after our liquor stores. And people are just going to go to Kushner. They're going to go to Dartmouth. And if and even uh, Fall River, Westport, whatever, they're still going to get their nip bottles. Uh, this is, uh, I think, it's a wrong approach. This is another example that New Bedford is anti-business. You know, you had businesses that left, the potting bench left here. Uh, yeah, there's other stores, too, that left. Regal House Furniture had left here because of the tax rate and not uh, good towards business. Uh, I'm disappointed. It seems like, you know, the licensing board, how many of them truly live in the city? Well, uh, I'd like to know how what, many. I think there's three people on the board, isn't there? There's three people, and they all live in the city of New Bedford? I, I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not going to affect them. I mean, they can get their nips if they don't live in the city. So this is just an example. This is my take on it. This is another example that uh, we're anti-business. So you have someone at a liquor store, and, and some of the smaller liquor stores, there was a liquor store that uh, called in Brian Thomas' show on Saturday and said that the smaller ones would be impacted 30%. That's 30% of sales uh, is uh, nip bottles. Yeah. So uh, what's the city going to do? Uh, going to uh, do to alleviate their, their loss in revenue? They go out of business, and the city doesn't care. The city council or the mayor, the mayor thinks that he's getting on his on high horse. You know that this is a great thing, but he should be going after uh, absentee landlords and litterers. Because somebody that throws a half-eaten sandwich while the car's zooming down the street, they know what they're doing. They're just pigs. I'll say it like it is. Pigs. We have people that are coming out. Not everybody. Some people are coming from out of the uh, out of the city, coming here for benefits. They don't they don't have a high self esteem, and they think they can come in here and take welfare programs or whatever, and just be throwing sandwiches and scratch tickets and water bottles. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Styrofoam containers with sauce and half eaten uh, food getting thrown into the middle of the street. We need to go after the litterers. Not uh, not the business owners uh, who are out there uh, trying to make a living, and and a lot of these people who who buy uh, nip bottles do it responsibly, and they throw it in their waste the waste uh, basket mm-hmm. and at home. Yeah. So I no, I agree with you. I think I think you can't you shouldn't punish everybody because some people are irresponsible with a product. Uh, absolutely. So I think it's the wrong approach. It, 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 you know, at face value, it looks great, but you're actually hurting business owners in the city. And it's a black eye uh, on the city that it's anti-business. But that's my take on it. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Have a good day. And uh, we have room for you at 508-996-0500. Right now, though, we're going to take a quick break. Back in a few. And now it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bellis. The White House is threatening to veto a proposed military construction bill. On Monday, the White House officials said the Republican-backed bill would cut domestic spending to levels far below what the Fiscal Responsibility Act allows and would hurt critical services. If the bill goes through, there would be deep cuts to climate change and clean energy programs, law enforcement, education, health care, and more. Talks will resume today between UPS and Teamsters in the hope of agreeing to a new contract. The current agreement expires on July 31st, and the union is already set to strike. Several large companies that utilize UPS have notified customers this week that there may be shipping delays. The UPS officials say they're focused on reaching an agreement. New research shows most older adults with cognitive impairment continue to get behind the wheel. 
A University of Michigan study looked at 600 adults older than 65 in Texas. It found that more than 60% with cognitive impairment were still driving regularly. Between 50 and 100 cats are being cared for by the Brownstone Township Animal Shelter after they were rescued from a home. Deputy Police Chief Andrew Starzek says officers were at the home last year when there were 20 to 30 cats there, and they say it's an unusual animal hoarding case. The neighbors called and were concerned about the the smell of of urine and ammonia coming from the house. It was starting to become a, a real problem with the residents. The cats are all healthy and the homeowner is likely to be fined. Starzak says the animals were well cared for and the township is looking to get them into new homes. The Federal Reserve is set to meet this week with another interest rate hike widely expected. Last month, policymakers pressured press pause on rate hikes for the first time in 15 months. The central bank will meet again today and Wednesday in Washington, D.C., with a rate decision coming after the second day. Officials have been aiming to bring down inflation to 2%, but it remains at 3%. An Alabama woman who claims she was kidnapped after seeing a baby on the highway is admitting it was all a hoax. Two weeks ago, Carly Russell disappeared for two days after a phone call led police to believe she was abducted. Police were unable to verify her story, and on Monday afternoon, Russell's attorney announced she didn't see a baby and she wasn't kidnapped by anyone. And the University of Washington is increasing access to a new treatment for Alzheimer's. UW researchers are looking for people between the ages of 55 and 80 who are at high risk for Alzheimer's to participate in the study called AHEAD. The AHEAD study will measure and monitor the influence of less lecanab, lecanab, which is a slowed participant's cognitive and functional decline by 27% in previous trials. In sports, the Red Sox begin their two-game series against the Atlanta Braves tonight at 7:10 at Fenway Park. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. We'll expect a mixture of some sun and clouds throughout the day. We'll be reaching a high of 84, but we do have about a 20% chance of catching a spot shower or thunderstorm. I think most of those will graze by us or stay mostly to the north, but we'll be clearing out after about 8 o'clock tonight. Overnight tonight, humid and partly cloudy, low of 70. And for tomorrow, turning up the heat, mostly sunny and humid, high of 85. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It's currently 73 degrees right now. New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. It's okay if you listen in the shower. Just keep it to yourself and don't make it weird. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM.
Welcome back in 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in or you can send us app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And let me catch up with some of the app chat messages that have been coming in. This comes from Polly in New Bedford. It says, good friend of mine owns a liquor store in New Bedford. They ban menthol cigarettes. And now at least eight stores in New Bedford are buying menthol cigarettes from New Hampshire and selling them to their regular customers in a brown bag. My friend called the city to file a complaint and was told that there's nothing they can do, that they are short-staffed. Also says local stores got 3,000 signatures in three days. There will be no problem getting signatures if they want to overturn this Nip ban. Trust me on that. Um, hold on. I'm going back to the other screen. Uh, also, Polly says, stores gathered those 3,000 in three days. All three people on the board were appointed by the mayor. And hold on. Let me click this because I can't read the whole screen. Sorry, just the size of my monitor. Uh, I'm trying to find... The rest of that comment. Oh, there it is. Uh, one of them lives in Dartmouth. The fix was in. It's black and white. So I, I don't know that for sure. I just know that there is three members. Um, also, let's see. TSY in New Bedford says, Tim, I think that's the first time I agree with that guy. Anyway, the guys that hustle at the bus will just hustle more, uh, and you'll find more in the gutters. Uh, Not Bad in Oak Bluff says, Good morning, Tim. Wareham enacted a nip bottle ban in 2022. Do you know how that is working out? Um, I don't know. I haven't talked to the liquor store owners, but I haven't seen any stores that have had to close as a result of it. Uh, but I do think also it's not the same necessarily in a suburban community as it is in the city where you've got a lot of, I mean, you've got a lot more foot traffic, first of all, but I think also you've got a lot of people who are um, drivers. A lot of people are driving to those liquor stores. So they might have a reason to, you know, a safety reason more so to ban it than than the city does. But still, I, I haven't seen less litter, that's for sure. Especially on the road that I lived on, it was always, always all kinds of uh, trash on the side of the road. And me in New Bedford says, hold on, let me click on this one so I can read the whole thing. I think the nip bottle is just another example of a lack of respect in this day of age. Just look at the way people go out in public with pajamas and bathrobes, half-dressed, pants with the waist below their butt cheeks, loud music emanating from their cars at all hours and foul language. Years ago, this was so unacceptable. It seems like a sign of the times. Called me old-fashioned, but I just hate it. Bring back the old days. Well, I mean, I will call you old-fashioned in, in some of that, some in, in, for some of that. But I also think that... Um, you know, somebody going out in pajamas, while well, I don't approve of it and I don't, I don't do it, I don't think it's a, a lack of respect. They're not, they don't mean any disrespect toward you by not putting on regular pants. Um, and, and people whose pants sag, people who have loud music, I don't know. You're putting out some, uh, well, we'll just move on from that. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Mr. Weisberg. Good morning. How are you today? Doing all right. So listen, we're talking about the nip bottles, and we're talking about the lottery tickets. But what bothers me more than that are the dirty needles that we still see on the ground, especially in the north end, those pocket parks. I don't know whose idea that was. Was that the mayor's idea? Um, I think it was the counselors that pushed for those. Well, the money that's spent in this city giving away those needles, instead of giving them fresh needles, they ought to give them a one-way ticket to a deserted island somewhere 
Let them overdose over there and get it over with. Look at all the Narcan. Look at the money spent on that. And what about that monstrosity that is still sitting outside the federal building? It's disgusting looking now. It's worn out. It should be removed. And that bird with the boobies on Route 18 that was gone, and it's now back again. What is wrong with the mayor? I can't even believe he's running again. He's never had my vote, and he's never going to get it. He ought to fly away with the bird. Take off. Well, the, 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 the mayor didn't create the art. He allowed it. Didn't they need his permission? No. Who paid for that? The artist that created it. Okay, but didn't it cost money to put it there? I'm sure there's grant, I'm, sure they, I'm sure they use grant money for part of it. Grant money that we could be using for other things around. No, it's, you know, my, it's grant money that goes toward the, toward the arts. I'm sick and tired of John Mitchell not spending enough money and the right materials to fix our streets because it's ruining my tires. And I'm tired of it. And I'm going to park my car in front of City Hall his, where it shouldn't be. I'm going to park it right in his spot. His budget and had he, more money for street repair than any other budget okay, in the history of the city. Cheap materials, Mr. Weisberg, because when they fix a hole and they patch it up, you go by a few weeks later and there it is again. So what are they using? Well, he complained about the, um, the utilities were doing that when the utilities were the ones filling the holes. So are you, ta- are you talking about holes that you know for sure that the city of I New Bedford filled, or are you talking money? about the ones that the utilities filled? What, where is the money coming from? What, what, what are you talking about? When, you, when they fix the streets of New Bedford, when they it fix depend, them. It, it depends on who's doing the job. If it's something that's well, being done by the utilities, the, the utilities pay for it. You know what I'm talking about. I really never I'm know what you're about talking about, Mary. That comes from our budget, not anywhere else. No, that's you know not true. I mean. That's not true. If the utilities are responsible for the road being fixed, the utilities pay for it. I'm just out of the whole thing. It's ruining my car. Okay. Sooner or later, I might lose my mind bad enough to go right over there, and he's going to hear my mouth. I don't know why people are so afraid. Are people afraid? What are they afraid of? And another thing I'm sick of, too, is when WBSM blocks people out and bans them from calling. And you do remember, uh, what's his name? Was it Ferris? Why? Because he came out and he, he would say the word queer or lesbian or whatever. Nobody I, I blocked Ferris is, from calling. Ferris chose not to call anymore. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. That man was calling all the time, saying what he wanted, and he was, and the moderators were rude to him. He, I remember he chose when, not to call anymore because we have caller ID. I don't, I don't believe that because he has the right to call. Who cares? You see my number, and I don't give a damn. But Fer- I, I Ferris apparently cared. He said, radio, he said in, until we get rid of caller ID, too. he wasn't going to call back. I hear you moderators saying bad words too. Barry the other day was saying son of a bitch and bastard. Now he can say that. We're allowed to say those words. But when we say them, those... we're told, oh, there's no need for language like that. Well, uh, do, you, you, you want to use that kind of language? Then don't call into the radio station. I'm complaining that you try to knock off people that do it. But people like Ferris that were saying words, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. I wanted to hear what that man had to say. He made a lot of sense. I liked everything he said. Ferris made the decision not to call anymore. I don't know. That's what you're telling me. Why don't you? Are you on Facebook, Mary? Yes, I am. Look up Ferris Freud on Facebook. He's on there. He's on that's there. His name? That's Ferris his Freud. Name? It's not. I don't think it's his real name, what but that's the name that, that he uses David, on Facebook. What about that man? That man, David Lamas Andrade, who is a racist and puts videos out 
all slamming the white people left and right, left and right. And he's got the nerve to say the white people are racist. Go into his page and look at him. He's disgusting, and Facebook don't ban him. But Facebook, well, I, I have nothing to do. I have nothing to do with Facebook. I'm trying to address your questions about Ferris. I understand that, but if, I'm so pity about other people that are getting away with stuff. If you if you just go on Facebook and find Ferris Freud, F R E U D. And send him a friend request. So I'm sure he'll accept it. No, and, I'm not going to friend him. I'm, and, not, I'm, I, I'm very fussy with who I friend. Well, then you can at least just send him a message and ask him, hey, why don't you call into WBSM anymore? And he will tell you it's because he well, doesn't like the fact that we have caller ID. He doesn't want his number to be traced. That's his That's his decision. Well, he said he I'm will call back if we get rid of it. Certain people are on Facebook, and, and I was in Facebook jail three times, 30 days. Each I'm time. shocked at and that. And the last time they said to me, if I do it again... Because I was talking about Trump, and I was knocking down old man Biden and his uh, son, who is a man whore, okay? So they put me, and they said, if I do it again, then I'm going to be banned completely and not be able to go back to Facebook. And you know what? I don't care. Because Facebook has turned into one rotten deal. It sounds like you right care. Now. You seem pretty upset about it. Well, because they put me in Facebook jail for three times. That's three months. You, out of me you, you know that Facebook jail isn't real, though, right? Damn it's my freedom of speech I'm fighting about, okay? I have the right to say whatever Not I want. Not on their platform. They own the platform. Okay. They can control but what they want. They're allowing the racists to do it. I just told you. You look up his name, David Lamas Andre. Go see what he's doing. Let, let's let's not, let's not accuse people has. of being uh, racists on the radio. What? I said let's not accuse people of being racists on the radio. Well, I'm sorry I have to. If that bothers you, it's too bad. Well, it bothers me because it's defamation and you can get sued for it. I'm trying to save you here. Oh, we, I can get sued. Save me from what? Do you want to get, speech, do you wanna get sued? Speech? Who, who's going to sue me? The person you're defaming. Oh, believe me, he's got a long way to go to sue me. Once they get me to court and they look at his videos, they're going to put me away and not him. He's inciting violence. Well, I don't think they would. They don't. They don't put you in yeah, jail for defamation. Just like Maxine Waters, that she got away with what she said. There's been a lot of. And what about this guy now that they found dead? The uh, Obama's chef. Now here comes another conspiracy from me that you're not going to like. Because I know you're going to say, "Oh, it's my conspiracies." I believe they have something to do with that man's death. Maybe he was getting ready to write a book because he worked in the White House. Under Obama, he served Obama. Maybe he's ready to come out with a book or something, and they had to silence the guy. So now he's dead in the water. I believe Obama's, they had something to do with it. So what, what, what proof like do you have Clintons, of that? The, what the proof Clintons, do you have of that? People, how many people did the Clintons murder, Tim? You don't believe that either, right? How many people were they convicted of murdering? But they're in high places. They're never going to be convicted. Look what she did. She erased all those emails. Come on. You can't touch the woman. You can't. You can't touch what, her. What, what basis Are do you, you have do for you, thinking that the Obamas listen, murdered their chef? Do you, do you defend the Clintons? Do you defend the Obamas? I defend them against you, people saying that they committed murder. You, you, and, you, and you defend Biden, too, and you know he's a criminal, right? You still Joe, defend Joe, them, Joe right? Biden's my best friend. He's my idol. I hope to grow up to be just like him. I know, and his son is a man whore. He's my best slob. friend, too. I hang out with Hunter and all the time. A slob. A slob. Hunter and I go out to restaurants and have sandwiches yes, together. I know. They're communists. You know that. And I accuse you of being a communist, and you don't like that. But when you talk like that and you defend them to me, you are a traitor to our country, Tim. Okay. And when I call you a communist, I mean it. All right. Did you get it have all out day. now? 
Did you? Did have you? A good day. Okay. All right. well, I got plenty for you, but I don't get all that time. All right. You you, you have a good Bye. day. Try try to relax. Have some ice cream for breakfast. It'll make you feel better. Uh, I got to take a couple of breaks here. Caller, hang on. I got to. I'm I'm behind. Let me take this break. We will get to you in just a moment. All right. I have one more break. I got to take in the hour, but let's squeeze in a quick call. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Oh, you're going to squeeze me in. <laughs> Kim, I haven't talked to you for a while. I hope I can get all this out. Um, well, go right ahead. First, okay, so first of all, I haven't been to Plymouth to get the 45 that I um, promised for you. Um, I've been, well, I've been there. I've seen my other brother, but I haven't seen my stepbrother. So I have to go to his house to get the 45s. I was telling you about that I wanted to give you. Sure. That are actually from my husband, you know. Um, he's older and you seemed interested in them. And, um, another thing, <laughs> Mary, Mary, where are you going? You know what I mean? She's oh. awesome. She was going all over the place today. Today, yes, she was. But you know what, Mary, you're okay. It's all good. You know, we get it. We get her frustration. She gets messy the more frustrated she is. But you, if you just step back like her, you can kind of see where she's going. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, she, she's a little messy. Um, but anyways, Kim, I just wanted to say good morning. Haven't talked to you in a bit. And I felt a little guilty. Um, so yeah, that's it. I know you pushed for another commercial, so I can't really get into what I wanted to get into. Well, with I've, I've, I've got a couple minutes. If, if there's... Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. So, so the, the, this whole plastic thing, plastic, plastic, um, over the weekend, it was uh, made very clear that the machines can't, you can't do a deposit on it. We mm. know this because right. it's too small. Um, second of all, um, why don't they just sell them as sleeves? This way, the, the owners of the liquor stores don't lose this revenue that apparently is really huge, I, I guess. Um, why not just sell them as sleeves? I, I, I the homeless people, you can't tell me the homeless people are the ones that are drinking all these and making all the mess. No. It's real professionals that are just sneaking in it. Yeah, it's people that don't want to be caught with the bottle afterward. Right. That's, yeah, that's it. And, you know, um, I know you must, well, I'm a little older than you. I'm a lot older than you. But um, there was a commercial, an Indian, and he would cry. Mm -hmm. He was on the side of the highway. And there was trash everywhere. I used to cry. I was little, and I felt so bad. And here I am, Canadian Indian, but I felt wicked bad. And I thought, my God, why don't we just bring this back? Implement the $500 fine for littering. We've got meter maids out there ticketing cars. Why can't we have people? I mean, you don't even got to put them underneath the police force or, you know, like government pay. Just have people out there that want a job that'll, like, <laughs> I mean, I look at it like this too. I'm sure a majority of people that do litter don't litter if somebody's looking at them or if somebody's around. So the more people that you have that are kind of eyes on it, the more. And you know what? Just lie to them. Tell them that they're on camera all the time and that, you know, litterers will be fined. Yeah, but see, you just made a valid point and I almost forgot to bring this up. What about the cameras? There are cameras in front of these stores. Are they the, not? But the problem is, is nobody littering isn't enough of a of a of an issue that they feel that it's warranted to spend the time going through the surveillance. Well, it is now, isn't it? No, yeah, perhaps. It, yeah, right. So these store owners, you've got your cameras running, you've got their license plate right there. If they're drinking it, they're throwing it out in the scratch ticket. 
my goodness. Let them know, look, I have you. This is you. I'm going to give you, you won't be able to come in or, you know, I mean, like, we maybe we just need, like I said, um, just a regular job. Maybe the mayor can make a position yeah. for people Some- that are going to start implementing the littering fine. Something to look into. I am going to hold you there, though. But thank you so much for the call. And talk talk to you again soon. Yes, I can't wait for the event. Oh, we're working on it. We're working on it. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, we are working on the listener event where everybody can get together and meet each other and all the callers can see what all the other callers look like. All right. We'll be right back. Come. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.